see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a row, betting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of love, very where it always starts. The stacks are much more than either of them thoughts. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Hey. Oh, you can hear me now? Yeah. Well, I said I was like, this whole time I was talking and you weren't saying anything. All I heard was you click, click, clicking. Yeah, I haven't heard you say anything until now. Did you do, did you like put on your headphones or? I've had my headphones on, yeah. That is the strangest thing. Yeah. Now, I heard, I heard it make a noise a couple, like a couple minutes ago. That's usually the noise when you come on. Yeah. And I said, hello, hello. Yeah, I heard you say hello, and I responded back to you. Yeah, no, you haven't been saying anything until now. Hmm. Well, Maybe you were talking in your head. No, I can tell the difference. Shoot. I have this new microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I got this new microphone for Christmas. Um, oh, so you're on a new mic. You do sound different. Five Fine Technology. It's a K669 model. Um, you sound kind of tinnier, actually. Hmm. I was testing it out because um, it's more like a studio-looking microphone. Uh-huh. So, but you said I sound tinny? Yeah, you kind of sound like you're talking through like a tin can. I don't like that. I'm going to have to change my... I'm going to change back to my other thing. hang on because there's this like odd it sounds like you're talking in a tin can i don't know how else to describe it okay oh, how about now wow <laughs> all right yeah you sound much better now but whatever the fuck you just did was painful you should have like told me to take off my headphones i didn't know it was gonna do <laughs> i didn't know it was it, to me it didn't there was no sound so but yeah it sounded like you were like doing all kinds of shit but yeah, you sound much better now. Okay, well, I guess we'll go with this. And so much for using that uh, microphone for recording. I guess I might have to return it, but that's okay. Yeah. So we are the losers that are recording the day after Christmas. So welcome. Yes. <laughs> welcome to In the Stacks with. Barry. And Latoya. And, and yeah, it is Boxing finale. Day. Huh? Yes, it is. It is. So we'll, what, we're, this is our last show for the season, which works out quite well. And then I think, what, we're off for like two weeks, something? Uh, well, that's what we did last time. We took two weeks off. Although I, I offered for us to go to the Netflix mall, which is where <laughs> we finished this episode, right? Yeah. Then we announced that we'll be coming back in like 2021. Mm -hmm. We'll drop 12 episodes in one day, right? And then they'll right. have like 2025. <laughs> yeah. So really, Netflix uh, tends to cancel you after four seasons. Yeah. I heard, wasn't it like, I think you talked, we talked about it on the show, right? You had we said did, you yeah. read somewhere about like after the fourth year, the payments to the actors would balloon. So, right. So they just cut them loose. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. But you know, that's eventually, a, eventually we'll be like, you know, you know how it used to be in the morning. It was always like Regis and Kathy. Right. And then it was like Regis and somebody else. Mm -hmm. 
became it like, was, you know, it's Regis and Kelly. Yeah. And now I think it's like some football player in Kelly, right? No, that's your dude. You're way behind. So it was Regis and Kathy Lee, then Regis and Kelly, then, uh-huh. Ke- then Regis retired. So it was, um, Kelly and Michael Strahan. There you and go. then he <laughs> left the show. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he left to do GMA and it's now, um, Kelly and Ryan Seacrest. Really? Mm-hmm. That's I mean, I don't watch it. I didn't even watch it when it was her and Strahan. But yeah, I, I didn't mean, realize I just, that Strahan was on Good Morning America now. Yeah, he's a part of that. I don't watch any of that stuff. The I don't way, either. I, the only way I knew about this show is whenever I go to like a doctor's appointment, I always mm-hmm. try to do things in the morning, and that's the kind of like garbage they have on <laughs> the doctor's office. Yeah, uh, it's either that or Doctor Phil. Yes, which I'd, I'd much rather take. Um, Kelly than Dr. Phil. I mean, that's not saying a lot, but I, Unless I, I go to my dentist, hate Dr. Phil. Unless I go to my dentist, in which case okay. I'm either going to see a Medea play <laughs> or, oh, yeah, 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 I know or what you're talking a about. film that's going to be in the theater right then. Yep. You're talking about your like bootleg old school dentist in Milledgeville, right? I love my dentist. I've been seeing it. I've been going there since like 19... Whew, 19... <laughs> One ninety, a long time. Well, if you had to say nineteen something, then that, yeah, that's that's been a minute. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I remember when his daughter was like little, and now mm-hmm. she's married and has kids and all this kind of stuff, and so it's just you know, I, I've been going to him that long. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm like the only white person who ever goes there. Yeah, because he's he's like in the hood part of Milledgeville. He's not. He lives. He's he's on Dunlap. What? Still part of his yeah, hood. Well, he's on Dunlap, and um, and I always feel weird because I get. I think it's because I'm like a very long-standing client, you know. But like, they will have like a room full of people, and I'll like come in and say hi, and I'll just have my ass will just have touched the seat, and they're like, "Mr. Reese, you can come on back." Mm-hmm. That's it. All the black folks want- like look at me. <laughs> You know, and I head in the back, you know. <laughs> so it's either they don't want people to notice that there's a white man who's come in or they're doing the whole, oh, we got to see the massa first. So <laughs> well, there's there's a, a white girl who's been working there for the past couple of years. Uh, really? Okay. Cleans my teeth. Okay. Um, yeah, the first time I ever saw her in there, I was like, huh. You know, it's I was like, like, did you get lost? <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> if she was going to like stick around, but she's been there for years now. Cool. <laughs> Yeah. So when you're saying like with the whole Netflix thing and them canceling shows after, you know, maybe three or four years, that's the case with a show that I actually just started watching. I mean, I binged it. So I did not, I stopped working on whatever last Friday, maybe was it December yeah, I think it was last Friday. Yes, yeah, last Friday. And I am like, I'm out of the office for two weeks. So I started binging um, Anne with an E, and it w- it's a Canadian series, but it was like, you know, like Amazon, Netflix had picked it up or whatever. So Is that the yeah, actual title, Anne with an E? So it was just Spelling Anne, Anne, the first season, okay. and I think in season two, they it's the title now is Anne with an E because you know it's it's a it's based on like the Anne of Green Gable stuff and it's Anne uh, with an E on the end of Anne you, you know, know I've ne- <laughs> never read it I've never watched any version of Anne of Green Gables and I've heard people tell me that I actually should that they think that I would like it 
Well, I think you would like this but, one, and with an E. I uh, don't know about some of the older stuff. I think you might get bored with some of it. Right. But this one is actually pretty good. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, season three, even though it's already been out and I could watch it on the computer, um, it doesn't get released in on Netflix until the first part of January. I'd much rather just watch it on my TV via Netflix instead of having to hook up like my um, computer to the to the TV so I can watch it on the television. Mm -hmm. um, but it, yeah, uh, it's like I said, it's another one of those series that's like it's a bummer that they canceled it because it was actually really good yeah you know i introduced my mother to uh the ranch on netflix right yeah you told us about, yeah yeah and she she loves it and so she was very bummed to find out that when it comes back on january 22nd to 20 mm -hmm. uh they're gonna dump you know like the last 10 episodes it's and that'll be the end of its fourth season mm -hmm. it's done yep and um so she was like you think they'll bring it back i'm like not not on netflix nope <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm curious to see, like, I mean, I, I've never, I should probably Google it or something to see what series, what original Netflix series has lasted longer than the four years. Yeah, because with The Ranch, it's weird because they break each season into two parts. Right, I remember that, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there have been seven parts, but that's only three and a half seasons. Mm -hmm. And then the, the second part of, you know, part two of season four will come out in January. So, you know, she, she gets confused by that. She keeps saying, no, no, there's been like seven seasons. I'm like, well, no, they, they you know, it's, it's semantics, but right. they say, you know, they break each season in two. But you have part one and part two. So. I, I just Googled it. Um, Grace and Grace and Frankie. I watched that show. <laughs> what the hell is that? I don't know what that is. It's the one with uh, Jane Russell. I mean, not Jane. Jane Fonda. Jane Russell. And, um, sorry, I know. I'm like, <laughs> my brain went so sideways. Jane Fonda. <laughs> and, um, oh, what's her name? Just flew right out of my head. Oh, is it the one with Lily Tomlin? In her? Yes, thank you. Yes, that one. Wow. That's on Netflix? Yeah. I, I have to honestly tell you, you know, they recommend things for me all the time on Netflix. <laughs> I've never seen that. As a recommendation? Yeah, I wonder yeah, if they I just think it's totally that. not like me. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because because we'll talk about it later. But when I when I logged in this morning, of course you was up there, right? Mm -hmm. At ninety seven percent, right? Like, I would like it, and I'm like, really ninety seven? Surely that would have been closer to a hundred. <laughs> I went in and checked the thumbs up thing for season one. I mean, isn't that guaranteed that I would probably like it? Right. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, so I haven't, well, okay. There's so much to say and yet so little. So Kay is home. He came home on my birthday and he has been driving me crazy as usual. Mm -hmm. so, so it's like when we went to Christmas dinner, my, my um, aunt was saying, so, you know, she, of course, Kenrick was there with us and stuff. She, so she was like, you know, so are you, are, are you ready for him to go back yet? Or are you tired of him? I said, yeah, that moment happened yesterday. So he'd only been home about a day and I'm like, yeah, you, you can go, you can just go back on the road. Yeah. Um, we were supposed to, or at least I assumed we were going to just chill on Christmas Eve and, you know, not really do anything. Cause again, he's been out on the road for over, for like a month or so. And so he came, uh, he came home 
for, uh, he missed my birthday lunch because he didn't get home in time. Um, but, you know, the rest of the stuff we did to celebrate, he was there for. So for for Christmas Eve, you know, I again thought, yeah, we're just going to chill out. We're not going to do anything. We didn't have to buy anything because, you know, we'd already, or I had already bought all the Christmas gifts. I had wrapped all the Christmas gifts. And so we were just watching TV. We had started watching the second season of Lost, um, Lost in Space. I was about to say, wow, you're really old school. My brain is, I don't know what's going on today. So, um, yeah, we watched, we started watching Lost in Space. And he had mentioned earlier that he needed to go over to his cousin's house to, um, to go pick up some, like, traditional Trinidadian food, you know, for mm-hmm. Christmas and that kind of stuff. And earlier I'd said, no, you need to just get your ass home and you can figure that out later. But then I decided to be nice. And see, this is what always happens when I try to be considerate of other people and be nice about it. Um, you know, the whole, well, you know why Kenrick doesn't, is not allowed to drive my car. But yeah. um, I, you know, on rare occasions will let him drive it if, you know, for something that's not specific to me. So this was one of those instances. And needless to say, I, I was... When he was leaving, I said, I'm going to watch a movie and, you know, you try and be home before the end of the movie because the movie was almost like, it was two, over two hours. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go pick up the food and come back. And, you know, it's like, all right, cool. Needless to say, he was not home until four hours later. And I, and I, like at one point he had texted me and stuff, and I was just like, you know, screw it. I, I'm like, I, every time I give you an inch, you take a mile. I don't have time for this shit, you know, that kind of thing. And anyway, so after that whole fiasco and the fact that he had my card, and then I was worried that, you know, I'm like, oh God, I hope he doesn't, you know, screw up my car or do something. So after that, I was just like, yeah, you can. Uh, you, I'm, I've gotten my fill of you. You can go, you can go back on the road. So, yeah. So yeah, but um, you know, things have gotten a little bit better since. Oh, and I forgot to say. And then he, once he got home, he proceeded to get it to, um, to getting drunk. And hmm. I, I seriously loathe my husband when he's drinking. Like right. he, his personality changes. Uh, he's a lot more chatty and more chatty more yes more (laughs) and so you know i mean you know it's he likes to chat anyway but it is it's horrendous because it's like we'll be watching tv and what can you not hear me hello barry i think you're having problems i can hear myself Uh just fine yeah, you just came back. You were in the middle of saying that he is even more chatty than usual, and then you went away. I think that your thing is having problems. I, I don't think so. I changed over my headset to the one I usually use. Um, I know, so, but, but yes, yeah, you're you were having doing problems. that thing. You were doing that thing earlier too, where you were like, it "Sounds like you're going from my left earpiece to the right." Okay. So I don't know. I don't know. Go ahead. So he's he's a slush. <laughs> yes the lush he, lush no, sl- oh, yeah. i love slushies but yeah he's a lush <laughs> uh so when he when he's drinking he generally starts to um, so we'll be watching tv or whatever and he'll start talking and i'm like dude we're supposed to be watching this together 
and like he'll be watching tv so all the things he does generally that drives me insane gets amplified so he was we were watching tv and then he was on facebook which absolutely drives me nuts and so then he proceeded to start talking about stuff on facebook and like showing me pictures and talking about you know family members and stuff and i'm like literally you could talk about this to me almost any other time and you choose now when you're drunk again a result of him him being drunk to have this conversation so i just stopped like i stopped any decorum or tact or whatever and i just you know like when he was pissing me off i just told him straight up you know you need to just go away i don't want you i don't want you here kind of thing um but yeah so that was my christmas eve so imagine not seeing your your spouse for a month they come home they're late to your birthday celebration and then the first day that you're actually just going to hang out with each other uh they spend it away from the house and then comes home and gets drunk and that's that's my birthday and christmas experience with my husband or christmas eve experience with my husband so so fun times you know in those moments i just was like why (laughs) just i always ask myself why did i get remarried again i don't remember because all the stuff that I experienced as far as no sex, all that stuff, I could have just done when I was, you know, I was single and not having yeah. sex. So, you know. But it's funny because I posted on Facebook the other day that what I really wanted was somebody to spend the rest of my life with that would usually leave me alone. Yes. And uh, so all these people were saying, oh, I needed somebody, a spouse who with a job where they're gone all the time. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, of course, I thought of you, right? Now, yeah. the likelihood of me finding like a really hot middle-aged woman who's a truck driver, right? Okay, all right. Not much, right? But well, I mean, I might, right. Find, I might find a middle-aged man who is a truck oh, driver. Oh yeah, you could, you could. You know, I don't know but, about the attractive um, thing. That would be a little sketchy, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and I'm like, you know, I just don't, I was trying to think what careers, you know, could I find one? And then I thought maybe she's like an executive. Maybe she's like, you know, a, a sales rep or something, you know, and they have to travel a lot. Right. Or if they're in the military, they get they get. Oh yeah, the military. Around. Yep. I don't. I don't. I can't see myself in the military. Yeah, I didn't either. And yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the military is cut out for me, and I don't think I'm cut out for like living with a military person either. So. Well, I mean, if you're interested in someone who's not around all the time, you know. That's true. That's if true. They're, they're on active it's... duty. They are going to be, you know, especially if they're stationed overseas, like in the Middle East or something. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, the family's not coming (laughs) along. You can't go over there with them. So you would be by yourself for quite some time when they're on active duty. Because, I mean, they may do like a three or six month tour and, you know, there you go. Yeah. Well, you know, kind of an unusual Christmas for me is the first one since I got divorced. Mm -hmm. Um, So on Christmas Eve... Because I had asked T'Challa, you know, how, what he wanted to do, you know, and he said he would rather open the presents when he came over on Christmas Eve, and then he would have like all Christmas Eve and Christmas Day to play with whatever he got and that kind of right. stuff. Right. And I was like, okay. So, um, so my mother came over as well, and she she made a much too large meal for everything. <laughs> and um, she made so she was cooking and, for like what ten versus three people. Yeah, she made turkey and dressing, and she had she had creamed corn because I like cream. I know Ugh. she had she had just you know whole kernel corn for him, which I love. Yes. And then she had you know um, she had cranberry sauce, 
Mm-hmm. She had um, brown and serve rolls because my son loves those. Um, she had okay. um, all kinds of different. It was just like on and on and on. And she bought two different kinds of pies. Oh my gosh. Um, and then of course, you know, she leaves all of it here, you know, but right, right, right. You know, because she wants to make sure you're fed even when she's yes. Not. Yeah. And, um, so we ate first and then we opened presents and, um, I got some cool stuff. Um, you gave me a, a great Zelda, um, Fitzgerald biography. Mm-hmm. And, um, you also gave me, um, Derek Ferguson's new Dylan book. And, um, so that's very cool. Um, so you added it to your shelf. <laughs> yeah, they're on my shelf. They're the only two things on my to read shelf right now. Okay. And then my mother um, gave me a hundred dollar Amazon gift card, which I spent in like twenty seconds. I know, seriously. Uh, well, and most of my books are like hardbacks, and so. Oh, okay. Yeah, those would be the more expensive ones. Oh uh, yeah. And um, let's see, uh, T'Challa gave me. You know, I have like these Star Wars mugs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen them, but I have a large collection of them. And they're, they're actually were my, my wife's collection, but she, uh, when we got divorced, she gave me back everything I had ever given her. Nice. So you got, they, <laughs> yeah. So I got those, I got like our, our dead pets ashes. Um, oh my gosh. So anyway, um, that. <laughs> yeah. So they became uh, my collection. So I've got them on display. And so do you got the dead cats or d- their ashes the on cat, display yeah. too? Yeah, I do. They're on top of a bookcase. Oh, jeez, that's just. Because at one point, T'Challa saw them, and he says, "He says, what are those doing here?" And I said, "I said, well, you know, your mother gave me them." Yeah. And, uh, and he was like, "Oh, I didn't know she gave you like the cat's ashes." And I said, "Yeah, I, I guess they reminded her of me or something." Anyway, <laughs> so you know, I have them. But anyway, um, so he gave me a new Star Wars mug. It's a mm-hmm. porg. If you remember what a porg is. They what? Were, what? Like, really cute things from the Last Jedi. They they look like a bird crossed with, um, I don't know, some Star Wars type bird. But yeah, okay. they're called. It's called a what? A porg. P o r g. Okay, run- I'm googling it now. Trying. They're to running around on the Millennium. Oh yeah, Falcon. no, those things freak me out. Yeah, so it's a mug that was shaped like that. So I put that on the the shelf. And um, what else did I get? My mother gave me some, um, well, didn't I send you like tie thing or you did. You also sent me the ties. Yes. Yeah. It was the one I saw it. I was like, what the hell is that? Yeah. I I love it. I I picked out all these different color ties. They're nice ties. Yeah. So yeah, super. And then the, what is it? The flash rogues. It was supposed to be the reverse. Didn't I send that to you? you? You must have. I thought I had bought that. No, I sent that was one of because when you only listed the two things, it's like, wait a second, I know I send other stuff. Yeah, no, I got you that for Christmas too. Okay, all right. <laughs> when that came, right? Because uh, for some reason, I thought all your stuff had already come, so I opened it up, right? Yeah. And I was like, because I had been thinking about ordering, and I was like, oh, I must have ordered this, and I forgot. <laughs> no, yeah, it came. It was <laughs> so the one thing, Yeah, it came separately, but okay. yeah, that all right. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. you're welcome yeah yeah i read that and i was like because yeah. i was i was thinking yeah. it's funny because when i saw it i was like i thought i decided not to order that and I was like, I must have, you know because i remember looking at it it was in my cart and i must have taken it out of the cart because i did not get two of them so. right right so what i mean oh funny thing talking mm-hmm. about too there was 
um, two gifts that were on my gift my wish list that I got doubles of because I'm like oh. I think it's it maybe it's it's not enough to just tell people or you know go to my list I might need to remind them you need to directly buy it off of my list so that no one else will end up buying it off the list yeah well, and but, also if they order it from a third-party seller mm -hmm. even if it's on your list and they click it from there you will not delete right it's well see I have mindset that it doesn't Amazon well, I have it said where it doesn't delete it because I don't want it to ruin the surprise. So I'll oh, leave oh, okay. it there. And then when I get the gift, so like Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, when I open it, I go on my list and just delete them off. Because I know that if someone else tries to buy it directly off the list, it'll tell them that I've already gotten one, assuming the person purchased it the correct way through the list. So yes, I, added, I ended up with doubles of two things. So, uh, Well, tell them what I gave you. Well, what did you? <laughs> oh no, you, you got me. <laughs> so for my birthday, you got me classical, uh, cl um, musical classics. So just movie musical. Yeah, there are fifty movies. Fifty movies, yeah. Which I'm like, okay, that'll be interesting, and and it was on my list, of course. And then um, you also gave me a. It's a garden flagpole kind of. The, so the little short ones that sit um that you you know put in your front yard and the Atlanta United flag so we immediately put that out um outside so yeah it's so cool. yeah, to, to feed into your your you know your fanaticism yeah well I mean because it was crazy I was considering getting the actual license plate you know like the one through the state because they finally got around to doing one for Atlanta United mm -hmm. and then I looked at the cost and I was like well I'm so used to just paying my twenty dollars a year for my tag I don't want to have to pay more for it and you know right. so I was like well I can just I can still show my team pride and so I'm on my wish list was an Atlanta United license plate you know thing and my hubby got that for me for Christmas and so I put that on the car today or at least he helped me put it on the car today and then we have the streets the, the you know the garden sign and then ages ago I bought this like sticker set that we both put on each of our cars, even though his car is not going anywhere, um, on the back window. So it's right above where I have my Serenity sticker on my um, glass. Because I'm not a huge fan of putting crap on the car. Right. And certainly, like, I don't have anything that's actually, t you know, it has any, it, it, nothing that sticks to the car car part. It's everything I put on there has to go on, like, the glass or something because I'm like I don't want anything on the car so so yeah so I, I have my team pride going with uh with that kind of stuff and um yeah you know Atlanta United clothing and all that cool stuff so. oh yeah I get it I'm wearing a, an Arsenal shirt today because they play they always all the EPL teams play on Boxing Day and um so we had a 1-1 draw today but um, uh, yeah, yeah. I um, I usually we wear our our shirts or whatever on game days, even if yeah. we're not going to the game or anything like that. I was gonna. Uh, well, now that you said it, and it stupid me deleted off my list. But uh, there was a couple of things. I actually this year got a couple of t-shirts that like said stuff on it, all mm -hmm. of which um pertain to me being antisocial, which yeah. I absolutely loved. Um, but. You need anyway. one that says something like, you know, don't read my fucking shirt. 
That's hilarious. Because, of course, whenever I see anybody with a shirt with writing on it, I always have to read it. Right, 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 right. Even if you remember back in the days when the girls would have, like, Juicy written on their ass and stuff? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, you're, you're basically saying, look at my ass. Because for me, anyway, if there's words on it, I'm going to read it. Right? So Right, as you should. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Because the one that, there was one I added to my list, like, last minute that I thought was, like, I saw it and I was like, oh, yeah, this is, like, totally me. Um, where is it? Where is it? Well, I got one that has, uh, that says Never Forget. And on it, it has a floppy disk, a VHS, and a cassette. <laughs> um, I'm like, because, yeah, I'm like, that's so me. That's so my generation. And then I got one that says, oh, where is that? Oh, here we go. Um, a large group of people. Uh, what is it? A large group of people is called a, in, quota- when, in quotation, no thanks. So, so I got that, and there was some other ones um, that Gwen got me. Two other ones. Oh, I got a Kool Aid shirt. So my nickname oh. is Kool Aid in the family. Unfortunately, that is what stuck. Uh, I think I told the story that you know all of us have nicknames in the family, and I didn't really have one. So I was like, oh, cool. I'm gonna pick mine. And so I said, you know, I'm going to go with champagne because, you know, we always joke about how LaToya has champagne taste on a Kool-Aid budget. And then everyone decided, no, it's Kool-Aid. So my, I got a Kool-Aid shirt and which was awesome. And then (laughs) my niece is like a mini me, a lot of her stuff. And she's just so much like me. It's ridiculous. So they got one for her that said, cool and then kid hyphen kid and yeah so we wore them i even though i had on like christmasy stuff yesterday i took it off and both of us wore um the our kool-aid t-shirts <laughs> to christmas dinner so wow. uh so yeah it was it was pretty cool i loved it but yeah there was some other ones about being antisocial that um i had that i'd have to go look for them but <laughs> but yeah so it was too it was awesome i'm happy <laughs> <laughs> I also got like, you know, um, I got some money for Christmas and then, you know, people were gracious enough to, to actually uh, get my um, stuff off my list for Christmas, which I absolutely appreciated. Yeah, you're the only person who looked at my list. Really? Yeah. I'm like, I don't because it's a guessing game. Otherwise, why the hell would you do that? You know, yeah. so my like, mother gave me an omelet maker. Uh, and um yeah i I, I, I say it i started to say well damn i'm gonna have to start buying eggs but um oh wow and um what else she give me it was oh she gave me uh like uh some uh, some tools um yeah Mm. (laughs) (laughs) okay Yeah. yeah Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it was it was a good Christmas overall, though. I mean, I got some really really cool stuff. And, and what did you give Kay? Um, I got him stuff off of his list. So, like, he had this weird little cup holder thing for his truck 
to, where he can mount his um, phone because usually he like puts it in this place that when he's on the phone with you, it sounds like you hear all the rattling. And anyway, and even though he has a, um, like Bluetooth headset, because he's always listening to like NPR or the iPad or whatever, he runs down the battery. So when it's time to talk to me, I get to contend with all the noise of the truck. <laughs> so, gotcha. um, so I got him that. I got him... Um, just knick-knacky stuff that he had on his list because I force everyone in the immediate family to put stuff on their list because I'm like, I'm not going to play guessing games when it comes to giving you a gift. I want to give you something straight up that you actually want. I don't want to have to pretend to know what it is that you want. So um, so I did that with everyone this year. And I thought it really it went really well. We um, We... So we were delayed yesterday because my dad ended up having to work on Christmas Day this year. So because Miles and Gwen didn't get uh, Beyonce until Christmas Day at noon, we did we opted not to open the gifts like on the 24th or anything. So we opened them when my dad got home. So we all went over there at noon and mom had made uh, breakfast, brunch, call it whatever you want. But, you know, I had pancakes and stuff like that. And then once my dad got home from work, um, we op started opening gifts, but it wasn't until like 3.30 or so that we started mm -hmm. opening gifts. So I was Santa again this again this year. I, um, I as well as my elf, <clears throat> Sasha, sorted the gifts. And this year I decided, okay, we're just going to sort them into the piles for the people and where they would sit in the living room. So, because she usually gets bored when I actually hand her one and she has to take it over to the person. So it's like, okay, we'll just, you know, sort them out. So her gift pile was truly a mountain. Everybody else had... <laughs> fairly modest amount of gifts and we know that for 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 uh beyonce she's all about quantity so she had like over 20 gifts or whatever that that was just hers and i mean considering that you know she had christmas with her mom and then she has christmas with us and then we have our when we go to christmas dinner we have a mini christmas stuff there because we all get stuff when we're over there so yeah she was she cleaned up this this christmas hmm. but yeah you i was know, happy with my stuff t'challa is always the uh play santa when we do stuff and um and he has this thing where i, I think he i don't know if it's subconscious or what but he will give everybody their presents first and so, like, for instance, you know, my mom, he gave, I had four presents for her. So he like, you know, here's yours. Well, here's another one. Well, here's another one. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> mix it up. Right? Then, of course, you know, then she's sitting there for the next, you know, hour and something. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, we have, I mean, we've, we, we record every Christmas. So we have recordings going back to like the early 90s and stuff. But we, um, you know, we all but we do it in a very, it, it's very orderly. So I, we essentially make a circle of sorts or we just sit around the room in a way that, you know, it's just, we go with one person at a time. Right. So like we started off, my mom like does, the, well, I do the introduction for the sake of the video. And then my mom will read a passage from the Bible or whatever. And then um, we start to hand them out. And usually again, I would have pre, I do the pre-sort. So when I got over there yesterday, I pre-sorted everything into the, everyone's piles. And then again, for the sake of just being efficient, we then moved them to where everyone was sitting, but you still had to go in order. So, you know, like, I think 
we of course started with Beyonce because you know it's Beyonce then we had white chocolate and after white chocolate was Ken kick as, as they call him and then it was my mom my grandmother um, and Gwen and Miles and myself and then because my dad was doing the recording he'd kind of filter in and out here and there you know so but in in the case of Beyonce because she had so many that we started off by saying okay for you open you open two gifts on your turn and then toward the end when everyone had essentially run out of gifts um we're like yeah go ahead and do three so so um yeah she had plenty of stuff to um to open and so i ended up packing up all her stuff afterwards and it was like three boxes of stuff um but again she was thrilled we got i got her barbie stuff because my mom doesn't buy her toy stuff she's like nope you know she she doesn't want to do that so i was deliberate in getting her because she has her own amazon list and so i'm like yeah just put the stuff on there and that's where we go to buy stuff for you and i cleaned up because the stuff she'd picked wasn't that expensive so i ended up getting several uh things for her and then you know some stuff i put that it was for me other stuff i put from Kay, and then there were a couple gifts where i was like from the both of us and you know but yeah and then of course we also have it where we have to have the trash bag with us we have right. two trash bags, one for each side. Cause I'm like, I hate when you rip the stuff open and people just leave it there and it just creates this, yeah. you know, it's like, no, 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 let's clean up as we go. And that is the rule. So I will man the trash bag. And as I've people, always been the trash bag. Keeper. Yep. So, so yeah, I had the trash bag with me and my mom had it on her side of the room and we were on trash bag duty. And like, we also do it where we uh, like with certain gift bags and even with the tissue paper and stuff we just reuse it um if it's you know if it's not like torn or anything like that we tend to reuse the bags within the house so there's still some stuff that we have from like back when i worked at the warner brothers studio store that was at the underground and that's been closed for eons at this point uh so so yeah i mean we have our little weird traditions and stuff and you know but it was still it was still a great time yeah so you said that, so he was Santa, uh, T'Challa was Santa, but mm-hmm. <laughs> so he hasn't really understood the concept of one at a time. You just kind of go around. Well, it's just, he'll like, you know, oh, you open your present and then he gives you another one, you know, and it's, I'm like, you know. Yeah, you got to. You know, agent, give us turns or whatever. Yes, yeah. Obviously he's going to have the most presents, you know. Right. But. And so, yeah, you just tell him next year, you just do kind of like we did. He can open like three at one time, you know, in one pop, but then you go around to the other people. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah, but, but yeah. So the so, other day I had, um, I had a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yes. And, uh, I've been, finally I've been trying. Got one. <laughs> yeah, because every time I've gone, they've been out and all this kind of stuff. Right. The one here in Gray, you know, I'm in this group called Jones Countyans, where people go online and basically it's supposed to be, you know, where they just ask questions about Jones County and stuff. Mm-hmm. People just bitch about fast food. <laughs> okay. And um, so people, you know, people give the, the Popeyes here hell, right? Right. And um, so I have to say, first of all, they did screw up my work. Okay. That's certainly not a surprise. Right. Because I asked for the sandwich. And then I asked for, they said, you get one side. And I said, well, I love their beans and rice. That's how I like the red beans and rice. And they said, okay. So I saw them put the spoon in the bag. So I assumed they had got it right. 
that's what you get. You need to check your bag. Yeah, I get home and I take out the sandwich and then there's french fries. <laughs> you know, whatever. Anyway, so the, the Popeye's chicken sandwich, a lot of people compare it to, you know, Chick-fil-A and other stuff like that. Have you had it yet? God, no. I'm not even, I don't eat spicy stuff. Okay. I'm not interested in any of Well, they, ha- they have a non-spicy variant. Whatever. It's still Popeye's. I'm not interested. So first of all, let me say this. It was delicious. Okay. It was great. But this, okay. this is not... It's, I would not compare it to any other chicken sandwich I've ever had. Right. All right. Because generally when you think of a chicken sandwich, you think there's the bun mm-hmm. right? and then there's a bun sized piece of meat. Right. Like a chicken breast or extend whatever. out a little bit. Right. 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 No, this damn thing. All right. This damn thing is, it's like somebody took like half a chicken, oh, stuck it between two pieces of bread. Yeah. I don't like that. And, and it's got like, you know, some like, you know, sauce on it mm-hmm. and, uh, and i mean that thing is huge i mean fuck the side i mean i was stuffed well fuck the bun the i mean the way you make it sound like it's like the bun was just kind of well, there's barely, on there <laughs> yeah i mean it it's like it's like you know those little little hats that people use to wear the beanies mm-hmm. but where it's like it looks like so tiny for your head right like somebody just stuck like a little bitty beanie on top of this chicken right yeah see no i can't do that but, I mean, it was huge. I mean, it was like I, I felt like I had eaten a lot of chicken before I reached the bread. <laughs> and you probably did. That, you know? Yeah, and it's so it's, – it's, it's the biggest damn sandwich ever. Oh, my gosh. You should have taken a picture. I, I started to. Oh, I started my gosh. To. I, I wonder really if I did. Google it if people would have ta- – I'm sure people would have taken pictures of how big that sandwich is. I, I'm sure. But, I mean, it was – now, I'm sure you've had bigger pieces of meat in your mouth. But for me <laughs> – Okay. This was a lot, you know. I mean, I'm not used to pieces of meat that big in my mouth, right? And um, (laughs) so anyway, just it was that that big. You've had pieces of meat, just not that. Well, I mean, I never put like my, you know, when I have my own meat, I can't fit it in my mouth, right? (laughs) Okay. Anyway, I think we're getting off subject, but probably. Yeah, it's excellent. I would highly recommend it. Um, But just know, this, you know, don't take like a skinny person with you. Okay, because they're going to be like, oh, this is too big. Right, right. They're going to be, I feel too key after like two bites or, you know, I'm going to have to wrap the rest of this. I say, shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> if, if you can't eat it, don't order the goddamn thing. All right. True, true. If somebody had been with me and they've been doing like pussy ass stuff like that, mm-hmm. right, I'd been like, shut the fuck up. Just give me the rest of your sandwich if you're not going to eat it. Right, right. It was delicious, but this is not baby's first chicken sandwich. All right. This is a sandwich made for a man or a manly woman. Right. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. All right. So going Good. actually to, and it ties into your Popeye's chicken story. Um, so another thing that pissed me off on Christmas Eve was. <laughs> <laughs> so I had asked. I just love our Christmas. Time. Another thing that pissed me off. About- <laughs> so I, um, so my uh my hubby went over to my sister-in-law and my brother's house that on Christmas Eve morning because they were going to be changing their locks and so they needed to actually remove the the you know the locks from the door at their house and so someone needed a house set while they were gone. So but he when I finally woke up around 12 something that day I um you got a bird yeah no really especially for time that i'm off so i i had said well obviously we need to eat something and i didn't want him to have to come home and cook 
not so much because I don't want to eat what he cooks because I usually don't mind it. It's just the thought of, Oh God, he's going to have to clean the kitchen, which then means I'm going to have to clean up after him. So I was like, how about you just stop at Waffle House and pick up, you know, our brunch and we can go from there. So I always order the same thing. So like in our text thread, depending on like, if you ever just review through it here and there, you see the exact same order. Cause it's like, every time I tell them to do it, I just copy and paste. Right. So I also, you know, Kenrick understands me or at least, no, he knows me. And so I'm like, because I often modify orders or just whatever, I'm like, please always check the bag because without fail, he'll come home and something will be jacked up and it would have been my order. And I'm like, right. see, that's a surefire way of getting me pissed off because I'm like, I am very specific. I said, the least you can do is open the freaking bag and look. So sure enough, he got home and he was taking out the stuff and he's like, oh, they forgot the, the chocolate pie, you know, because I'd asked him to get me a slice, two, two slices of chocolate pie. And so he starts to like huff and puff. And I'm like, so me constantly telling you to check the bag did not happen. And he's like, well, I mean, I thought I saw them put it in there and blah, 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 blah. I said, but you didn't have to think about seeing them put it in there. I said, you're in Waffle House. You could literally stand at the counter and go through the food that was ordered just to make sure that you don't have to come home and deal with me bitching at you. Know, at you. Now, so he's like, I got to go back there. I'm like, fuck yeah, you got to go back there. <laughs> so, I mean, fortunately, it's not that far. But I'm like, it's the principle of the thing because I'm like, it's like every single time. And I'm like, I always say exactly what I want. And that's what, that's what like frustrates me. That's one of many things that frustrates me is that I'm like, I try to make it easy for you so that there's really no way that you're going to mess something up. I'd take the guesswork out of it. I'd tell you exactly what I want. Nope. So yeah. that is another reason I was pissed off on Christmas. <laughs> 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 anyway so before christmas eve was my birthday and i'll let you jump in with your stuff because i know you're not finished um i normally so in the past i didn't i don't really care that much about like making a big hoopla about my birthday i just you know i just have my rule that it's against my religion to work on my birthday so um and as you say it's christmas eve eve so you know it's it's a holiday so we actually it was very, very last minute. I think it was when we did the last show that um, that day is when my sister had said, oh, you know, we can do X, you know, we can watch Die Hard because she'd listened back to our previous show. And so I was like, okay, that's cool. And I said, you know, well, you know, maybe Barry can come up and blah, 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 blah. So Barry, to make you feel even worse. Mm -hmm. So we made the plans all around the fact that Barry didn't want to drive at night. So, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to start with lunch at my favorite restaurant, which I was like, you know, that's cool. I was, I wanted to do anyway. So it ended up being myself, my brother, my dad, and my nephew went to, to lunch together. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards we were going to meet at um, my brother and sister's house at three o'clock so we could watch Die Hard, you know, since, you know, you were going to be there early right. and then we were just going to play games and have cake and all that stuff. So in the end, we, we didn't even get to watch Die Hard. Um, yeah, I, watched Die, I watched Die Hard. 
Well, it's funny because, well, so we went out to eat and stuff. We came back. We were just kind of chilling for a while. My sister was still working, wrapping up some stuff. And my nephew and my brother were in the living room just kind of watching some stuff on YouTube. And then we finally, my parents came over as well as by that time my husband got over there. And so we ended up uh, playing Clue. <laughs> so my brother suggested clue and i was like i'm okay because we were going to play sequence i was like yeah okay whatever that's fine so we didn't want to have the tv on while we were doing that so we didn't watch it then and then by the end of it it was like well it's now time for you know cake or in my case cupcakes and then opening my presents and stuff so i think by that time it was like almost 10 o'clock and because my dad has to he goes to work at like four o'clock in the morning we were like okay well we can do this some other time we were all like oh we can just do it on christmas yeah we started die hard um on christmas day we after we'd eaten our brunch and stuff at mom's you know mom was like okay we can watch you know die hard and I'm like okay so fortunately enough once we turned on the tv on paramount paramount network they had like just started the movie it was like credits were still coming up on the screen when we were there uh when we yeah. turned it to it so we started to watch it but once my dad got home and we were about to do gifts then we turned it off so we ended it where we got to see up to was basically when i'm just going to call him winslow because that you know from um family family matters when his car gets all shot up, shot up, oh, you know, when he's like, okay. oh, you know, everything's fine. I didn't know who he... Winslow was. So I was like, oh, yeah, I know you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From, <laughs> yeah, from Family Matters. Um, so, yeah, that part where his car gets essentially all shot up and stuff, right in there was when it, and, you know, we had to stop. So we oh, talked a lot about of great stuff after that. I know there's tons of it. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't even, yeah. So, so we plan on probably watching it again um, when we were supposed to be going to the a cabin this, this weekend. So we're going to bring that along to watch, uh, you know, since we didn't get to actually finish it. And granted that it's after Christmas, we can still watch it. <laughs> yeah, I actually did watch it that evening, you know, just to, <laughs> like I was, you know, kind of showing support. But it was raining Whatever. and stuff whatever anyway it wasn't like up like by us it was it was just mostly overcast the day it was like drizzling rain it wasn't like heavy rain or anything it was really really bad the night before and my weather app said it was going to be that bad the next day too. Mm -hmm. but it actually wasn't as bad the next day exactly and you could have been like you know oh i'm gonna go ahead and come up because i certainly wasn't gonna say oh i'm not doing anything for my birthday now but you still could have come up and we had a good time so so yes i rang in my 39th birthday had a fantastic time i was just thrilled my nephew came because i mean you know he's Haven't 17 been 39 like three years in a row no oh my gosh i mean i feel way older than 39 anyway i feel like i've been around longer than that i thought you were like 42 not quite but i'm getting there yeah. <laughs> I'm saying goodbye to my 30s this year. So, um, but well, no. Well, from experience, the 40s are awesome. Whatever. You're such a liar. Yeah, yes, to I was totally lying. Yes. Sucks. Really yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's been awful. 
<laughs> so yeah, that was my uh, birthday celebration, which again, like I said, it it went well. I was very happy. I slept really great that night. I don't know. It's weird. Whenever Kay comes home for the first, like his first night home, I sleep better. Like, cause I, I wear my Apple watch. good sex. No, if only. Um, <laughs> we, I have my Apple watch on at night because, you know, it, it tracks my sleep and all that kind of stuff. And it usually says my sleep quality was all, is higher on like the first nights he's home. So I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like psychologically, I feel like it's like the stereotypical, oh, my husband's home. And so everything's going to be okay. I don't have to stress so much. So I like believe that lie for a little bit and go, you know, into la la land and it's all pleasant. And after that, it's just me being back to having insomnia. So fun times. Great Christmas. Yeah. So, of course, I already talked about Christmas, um, but let's talk about Penny Dreadful. Penny Dreadful, okay. Yeah, so I've been watching Penny Dreadful, which is a a show, it's actually over, um, but it's on um, Netflix. Uh, There's three seasons of it, and then it continues on into comics, apparently, after season three. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'm most, I'm about two-thirds of the way through season one. It's been excellent. Really, really good. Um, it's not really a horror series, so I think you you might be able to watch this. Um, uh, Billy Piper plays a prostitute in it, mm-hmm. um, so you know if any of you have ever wanted to see, you know, Billy Piper from Doctor Who naked, she is naked a lot, a lot <laughs> in this series. Okay, and, but there's some there's some attractive men as well. The guy who plays um, who's it, Dorian Gray? Maybe one of the prettiest men I have ever seen. Um, and apparently everybody in the show agrees with me because the women all spread for him. And damn, if in the last episode, the, the, the main ma- male character in it, damn, if he doesn't fuck him too. And uh, <laughs> he I said mean, he plays the character. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dorian I've never Gray? heard of him. But yes, he is um, the person. His name is Reeve Carney. Well, uh, I yeah. tell you, whatever yeah. picture you're looking at, Google that man's ass. And you will be like, okay, all right. He's an attractive looking man, but I mean, and look, I'm, I'm mostly heterosexual, right? Mm-hmm. And I can look at, a, at a, I, there are many men that I find very attractive. Very yeah, attractive. I feel the same way about women too. Like, yeah, yeah there but, are plenty that are very attractive. Yeah, but I'm compulsively heterosexual. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I see like a really hot woman, I feel like a physiological response. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I see a really hot man, I'm like, oh, wow, he is really sexy. But, like, I don't feel the same response. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, I, I'm telling you, this this series is pretty goddamn hot. Um, there are people having orgies and all this kind of stuff. And Dorian Gray, if you don't, have you ever read this, the picture of Dorian Gray? No, I haven't. All right. So, the concept of Dorian Gray is that he wanted to maintain his, his uh, attractiveness and his beauty. And so he makes a deal with the devil. Okay. And so they, the, the devil basically paints a portrait of him that Dorian Gray then hides away. And so Dorian never ages and he stays beautiful. And he goes about and he, he gets bored with life very easily. Though. So he's always looking for new experiences. So it's like a vampire in that sense. or the, Yeah, the, okay. but the painting of him changes and becomes so the painting ages and ages as okay horrific and immoral things that he does mm-hmm. right um so like you know he might have you know he, he, he might have twins fuck in front of him right 
just because, you know, wow, that'd be kind of neat, right? And yeah. His painting, though, becomes more corrupt looking. Okay. Uh, because he's doing things that are immoral. Um, so it's not that he's immortal, in, or is he? He is, basically, because all of that is happening to the painting. As long so, as I mean, but so if someone tried say, to kill him, he would actually die, or no? You know, that didn't really happen in the story. Okay, well, I was just curious, because, I mean, you know, like uh, I said, it's vampire-esque. So, I'm yeah. like, do you, okay. So, the term Penny Dreadful, uh, in case you're not familiar with it, is basically mm -hmm. like the pulp fiction of the Victorian age. They were basically these little cheap, cheap books mm -hmm. or like vampire stories or featured a lot of blood and sex and all this kind of stuff and um so penny dreadful this series features for instance victor frankenstein as a character in it mm -hmm. and they're running around chasing um you know mina from dracula she's been taken off by dracula so they're looking for her okay um and there's you know werewolves and all these other classic um Victorian horror characters are in the series. Um, but it is really, really good. Um, I'm only, like I said, I haven't finished season one. People have told me season one is good, season two is amazing, and then season three, a lot of people got very upset with. So yeah. we'll see how, how it goes. Apparently, season three uh, jumps the shark. Okay. Point. But well, once you're finished with it, tell me if you really do think, in, just in terms of overall, if I should watch it. Yeah, there's some parts of it that are not scary at all. For instance, the romance between Billy Piper's character and this, like, cowboy character, she's dying of consumption, mm -hmm. and she's a prostitute, and she's, you know, at one point she tries to break it off with him, and she's, say, she's saying, you know, there's no future for us. You know, you're basically fucking a skeleton every night. I'm going to die. Right. There's no cure for this. You need to be with somebody else and blah, blah, blah. So is it, is it the Ethan Chandler character or? I mean, I don't um, know anybody. Besides Billy Piper and um, Timothy Dalton, I don't know anybody's real names. No, the, the, in the, in oh, the in show. Oh, in the character? Ethan, yeah. Yeah, Ethan, yeah, 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 yeah. That's him. Yeah, that's Josh Hartnett. For, he was supposedly going to blow up ages ago, and he didn't. He, I think he was – did he do Pearl Harbor? He was one of those that – but, yeah, so, I mean – they, they certainly did dude. have a good list of people um, yeah. of, of, ca of the cast. Yeah, he was in Pearl Harbor. And if, um, you, if you think he's attractive, you see his ass all the time, too. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm still so, kind of, you know, because it is technically um, horror. I'm, I'm like, I don't know if it's something that, you know, I would really get into because I would be kind of scared. So... I don't but know. I still I mean, want you I, to tell me what you think as a whole. Yeah. And then I'll I think decide. some of the violence might turn you off. I don't really mind violence too, too much. And see, to me, this has not been scary. Okay. You know? Um, I mean, I could see how it would be dark. Like, I'm oh, looking yeah, at dark. some of the costumes and stuff, and I'm like, okay, that period does evoke this kind of sense of, I, I get it. But I'm like, yeah. if it's any real horror, then I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to play that. Yeah. But, but it has a, a on um, Google a ninety five percent rating by Google users ninety five percent liked it. IMD uh, yes, IMDb has eight point two out of ten, and Rotten Tomatoes gives it a ninety one percent. Yeah, it's um you know it's funny because on Facebook I mentioned I was watching it, and um all these it, it, I was surprised and all these people who like piped up oh that show's so good you know they you love it and blah blah blah. So, anyway, it's very good. Um, so, I, I do want to tell people, 
that I texted you yesterday. Did you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I said, what time do you want to record on the 26th? Because I knew we were both off work. Right, right. And Madame, right, replied back to me <laughs> that she had tea. You know, she had her afternoon tea. And then she would probably be free to record. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, you know, I didn't realize that, you know, Madame took her afternoon tea. <laughs> you know, so tell me about this high tea that you took. So yeah, um, we, over the years I've, I've had afternoon tea, high tea, all that kind of stuff in, at different places, the Ritz, uh, there's a Madison tea or yeah, Madison tea room, that kind of thing. So mom found a new place because the one in Madison that we loved has a new owner. And when she'd made a reservation to, for us to have tea, we went down there and they were closed. And it's like, wait a second, we reconfirmed the date and time. And so after that, she was like, yeah, they burned that bridge. And then I was actually going to try again and could never get anyone on the phone. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about it. So there was a... Um, <laughs> The, she found a new place, and granted, it is like two, um, well, an hour or more away from Damn. where we are. It's in, a, what is it, Hoshton or whatever? I, I can't pronounce it. That's it's a long in Georgia. Drive for some tea. Huh? It's a long drive for some tea. Well, no, but I mean, it's like, it's <laughs> there, it's more of a, like a, it's, it's a, I don't know. It, there's there's a refinement to it. Um, <laughs> so we had, like, we ordered high tea. So high tea comes with, of course, your choice of tea. Um, it comes with scones and various finger sandwiches um, and desserts, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like, three of us, four of us had a high tea. My, my niece, uh, Beyonce, had tea. And then the rest of the... the um, the group ordered other stuff because unlike like the tea room or whatever, we, it only had like tea and the frou-frou stuff. Well, this one, because it was high tea, high tea tends to be a little bit uh, heavier than an afternoon tea. So, I mean, it's too, there's a distinction between what afternoon tea is and high, and high tea. But this one, like mine also came with a choice of either a salad or a soup. So I ordered like they had a like a baked baked potato or whatever soup, or um, and then my mom got a strawberry salad and um, some people got tomato bisque and all that. So anyway, so it's 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 a whole experience. It's not just you sit down and just have tea. Uh, and it was good because you know my niece came and my nephew was there and of course my husband as well as um miles and gwen and so yeah we just it was just us because i mean surprisingly they were open and on the day after christmas mom had made reservations ages ago and yeah we had you know the whole full accoutrement with every with the tea and so we're thinking about probably just making it like a thing that we go to maybe once or twice a year um, because again, because especially because of the distance. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, next year we will probably do that. We're going to be staying at the. I mentioned uh, some cabins uh, this weekend on Saturday. We're going to spend two nights at, at at a cabin at one of the state parks. So 
the one that we're staying at is, is like 30 minutes away from that, from the, the tea place. And where mm -hmm. we went was Ferguson's on the square. And so if we like it, then what we'll start to do is, you know, the tradition will be is that we'll do tea for my birthday, even though it's going to be after the birthday. And then we will go directly like from there to, to the cabins. So, um, so yeah, yeah. I, I like mm -hmm. afternoon tea. I mean, I, again, you know, we're, raised in or you know partly raised in jamaica jamaica having a lot of english customs and tea is one of them so generally speaking if i'm given the opportunity to have you know coffee or tea i'm always gonna say tea so is it sweet tea or unsweet mm. <laughs> they did have some cold tea offerings but typically it is warm tea i love yes, english yes. breakfast tea my mom drinks earl gray which i think is a, like so nasty it, it smells like pepper to me um but i love i just yeah i love english breakfast tea so I've anyone never, who's like from the caribbean tend to be t a tea people my ex loved tea and so i tried maybe a half dozen different teas over the years and i didn't really like it <laughs> well, there's like so many tea either you know what? i mean i don't really like cold tea so either. you don't like iced tea i mean i'll drink it if like that's the only thing to have like sometimes at school when we have like hot luck and stuff they're sweet yeah tea. and i can drink it but i'll usually only drink like half of it. oh that's so weird i could i could drink uh iced tea all the time i don't but yeah i love iced tea yeah i think there's something about tea i just don't particularly you know enjoy i that's weird so i saw star wars this week have you mm -hmm. seen it no i haven't seen it my brother and gwen saw it Okay, I think I, I told noticed, you about you know yeah. that, but but I just noticed that you this was not one of the movies you saw, um, which mm -mm. surprised me. But I, I did see it. I I personally thought it was the best of the current trilogy. Yeah, I um, think you ranked it what five or six on your list. On my list, yeah. But it's it, that's not to say it's perfect, right? Um, especially like the first twenty minutes, uh, felt really rushed um it did you know and once it finally slows down it gets better but even through the whole thing there's there's several there's, a lot of it doesn't make sense um especially in it's like look i didn't really like a lot of the last jedi mm -hmm. uh, it's one of my least favorites but it's obvious that jj abrams came back in this one and was like okay how can we undo as much as possible as what happened in the last film and try to make it all make sense like we had planned this when they obviously did not um so it's like if you watch these three movies it's so obvious that there was no plan for a trilogy um i think jj introduced a whole bunch of mystery in his movie the first one mm -hmm. and then he said here you go rian johnson and left and then rian did like a whole bunch of stuff that a lot of people didn't like, some people did. And then they brought JJ back and JJ was like, ooh, okay. So it's like in the first movie, you're just like, oh, who's Ray's parents? And then in the second movie, it's like, Ray's parents were nobody. They were just mm -hmm. important. And then in this movie, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Turns out her parents were really important. <laughs> Actually, what they say in this one is, your parents were nobody, blah, 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 but your grandparents. Um, so it's, I don't know. 
Well, my um, Miles did say because I actually showed them when we were having our brunch yesterday. I showed them your list because you know mm. I know they'd seen it, and I said, "Oh yeah," and you know, since Miles isn't on Facebook, I said that you had ranked um, the Star Wars movies, and so he mostly agreed. But then White Chocolate was like he said, I think his favorite was the last the last jedi or whatever and so that of course sparked mm. my brother and i going like what the hell um because we said no the 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 original three which we all know is four five and six i said those tend to rank better than the certainly the the prequels i'm like none of the prequels would be on the top part of my list and you know i said i have enjoyed the you know the latter ones but yeah they went into this whole tirade about you know the whole movie experience and how it's possible that he could have thought last jedi was like number one out of all the star wars movies so he had said that he, they were all they were gonna have to have a you know basically a star wars weekend or whatever where they just watch all of them and he had pointed out some of the same things you had noted about the inconsistencies and the just weird stuff that happens in the movies mm -hmm. and my my nephew was just like you know dismissive of it so yeah, yeah like, it's funny he said it was maybe a generally my brother said he felt like it was maybe a generational thing that uh, yes that's what i was gonna has, say yeah that he is like yeah the nostalgia factor for him is different because he was growing up during the period of the movies one two and three yeah. um whereas for us we know four five and six and there's of course nostalgia built into those as well for us so those tend to rank higher but mom white chocolate white chocolate said he didn't feel like it had to do with nostalgia and we're like yeah okay whatever well it's funny because you know t'challa four five and six he says are really like his least favorite and i'm yeah, like that's, ow, yeah ow, they're just better movies but he's like oh no no you know he likes the current three um although he didn't like last jedi that much mm -hmm. but he loved force awakens mm -hmm. and he this one and um he loves the the prequels and i'm like these are bad movies we rewatched the prequels you know the other day and i'm like this is terrible movies yeah i, I can't bring myself to rewatching the prequels i mean they suck but yeah. i know a lot of people who are younger than me and they they're into it and i i, I get it you know if you saw it when you're 10 if that's like you know look i can objectively i know that for instance the brady bunch sucks okay but i grew up watching the Brady Bunch every day when mm -hmm. I was little. I love the Brady Bunch. Just like when I try to watch like, um, what's that show with Zach and- Yeah, I was about to say Saved by the Bell. You're like, yeah, that's Saved crap. And I'm like, that oh! <laughs> but that's your Brady Bunch. Right, right. Because you were the age to watch that and you have like a nostalgia for it. Exactly. That's like, look, I can, I get it. Because when I watch the Brady Bunch, I know in the back of my head, wow, this is terrible. But at the same time, I love it. Right. I love all the characters. I know every episode. That right. Kind of, right. But and so I think it's like that. I think it's, you know, if you're the right age, it's just like with comic books, whatever age you come into comics, that's your sweet spot, you know. And for me, that's like the 1980s comics. Mm -hmm. um, but like, you know, T'Challa, you know, it's hard to get him to read some of those old, old things because for him, you know, if it's earlier than like 1990s, that's like, you know, feels like it's like another century which it is right it's yeah <laughs> so so that gets he'll say oh that was like you know back in like the 80s or something i don't know that's like the 40s you know but i mean yeah, it's, it's like that that is old not right yeah 
yeah well it's funny because we were when we were at the tea, at tea today uh, some music came on and i you know my musical taste is it ranges even back to the 20s and stuff so i'll sing along to stuff that people are like what the hell and so there was something playing and i was you know it's from the 20s and it just it dawned on me i was like i was telling my my niece i said you know this music is almost a hundred years old yeah, you know, I don't because I'm like shit. We're about to hit 2020, and you know, it just uh, it's so yeah. I I don't they again. They always say that you know youth is wasted on the young, and I'm like that is so freaking true because you know now it's like now that I'm older, I'm certainly a lot more cognizant of time and death and you know the struggles of being an adult um the struggles of just life period and i'm like i just uh yeah no yeah that's like the novel i'm reading right now is from 1936 i mean that's almost 100 years old wow yeah i mean i, I read victorian stuff sometimes you know so because yeah i think that was when um gone with the wind came out if i'm not mistaken mistaken the the, um... the movie came out in 38 yeah no no the movie came out in 39 the yeah, book was 39. written in 36 so there you go so yeah huh but yeah it, i'm still pissed off about the fact that they stopped making the gone with the wind calendars they used to do like the official ones i'm like uh, they will they will make the hell out of something like marilyn monroe and all that stuff but they up until 2017 they were doing the gone with the wind calendars and then they stopped and i've been so pissed off about it since i don't know why you had to slam you know Marilyn, but well, no, I I was just using that as a an older <laughs> this, 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 frame of reference to say right. you know they'll still churn those out, and I get it, but I'm like I I I I think for me there's a part of me that still feels like well this movie for me will never actually be old like it's a classic and so you know why should there not still be a market for licensed apparel or just licensed items from anyway but i know i'm that's another way that i'm aging myself so yeah yeah just feel so you might actually see knives out next weekend yeah so that's the plan we talked about seeing it on christmas good movie. eve and didn't get around to like other stuff was going on obviously um and so I was like, okay, I guess we'll just see it some other time. But what I did end up watching was, so the two movies I watched while waiting for my husband to come back home, um, I ended up watching Long Shot, which of course has Seth Rogen and bitch. Charlie Thurl. What? You sneaky bitch. What? So I'm looking through a program guide. Remember, it's Seth Rogen, right? But I'm, I scroll down, right, to entertainment news in the news because I had one thing there, right? And I said, yeah. hey, do now, right? You bumped one of yours to mine so that right. you have two so you basically have three well no 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 how and how is it that you didn't notice that i already <laughs> like your first thing on your list i pre-filled for you did you not yeah i noticed that? i did notice that mm-hmm. i noticed that it's like it's like not only are you giving me your talking points <laughs> you're telling me what my talking points are gonna be yeah i mean i'm just helping you out just help me yeah all right yeah well i mean <laughs> This is all because you want the producer credit, so you get those points on the back end. That's it. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, I saw Longshot, and it was actually really good. Um, you know, Seth Rogen is I, – I like him. I can't take a lot of him. 
you know he's one of those where it's like i have to be in the right mood to watch a seth rogan movie because he you know his voice his laugh almost everything about him drives me a little bit crazy but um it's it's a it's a rom-com and it actually has an imd rating imdb rating of 6.9 out of 10 rotten tomatoes 81 percent um metacritic gives it 67 percent and google users give it 85 percent i was looking for something so i i've been in a weird mood it again it happens this time of year but i try to stay away from what i would call my emotional triggers and i thought that this was going to be more comedy more of a comedy which i mean it is but there were things in there that triggered for me that made me kind of feel like after the movie like oh shit you know i like i had to it's almost like i had to watch something else to wash that out of my system mm -hmm. but it was a good movie um it just made me like i'm not dissing it by any means it just made me think about stuff i didn't really want to think about and it's just a personal thing not a you know i think most people would enjoy it in general um it is a bit raunchy and that kind of stuff but it's it's actually pretty cool so if you i know you said you planned on seeing it too i'd planned to see it in the theaters when it came out but at our ghetto ass theater it was here for like a minute and then i was gone so yeah. yeah i mean it was one of those things that that i was interested in seeing but my ex at the time had you know zero interest in it yeah so, but yeah, yeah we just had because you know of course my movie date my partner is 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 gwen so it just happened that other stuff was out during that time i didn't even so, realize it came out this year i'd forgotten it was this year because i was able to find it, it i was able to find it on xfinity and it not cost me anything yeah. but i didn't it didn't attribute it to any movie network okay. oh oh it looks like it's it's on hbo Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that's if what? you go on HBO Go, which I know you have access to, yeah. that's, yeah. So, I mean, definitely watch it. It is, it's, you know, Seth Rogen's character is actually intelligent and even mm -hmm. somewhat insightful. But the pairing of him and Charlie Theron is, you know, it's, it's not expected, but it works really well. Um, so it was sweet. interesting to me. You know, I, there are movies she's in that I love her in. Mm-hmm movie she's in where I, I just feel like I mean, she just I, did it to get paid <laughs> yeah i was gonna say phoning it in it right was, doesn't care you know but then like for instance atomic blonde she was in that and i love that movie but it yeah, but i didn't it, see that whole nature in that worked because she was basically like a, a john wick type badass okay so her being kind of unfeeling actually worked in that you know but because i know she's in what is it um bombshell that's out now. I keep hearing yeah. like a ton of crap about it. I still don't know what it's about or whatever, but uh, you no, it's know, it's about the Fox News scandals. Okay, because yeah, I had no clue. Megan it's not Kelly showing at, at my theater, yeah. so you know. I thought about seeing that just because I do like um, Margot Robbie and um, mm -hmm. Nicole Kidman is in it. Yeah, and you know, parts of it are kind of interesting, but then I'm like, ah, I don't know. It's like, do I really want to relive this stuff? <laughs> so. Well, no, it just it feels like one of those movies that I would go see, and then afterward I'd be like, you know, I could have wait, still waited to watch that at home. Yeah, okay. Probably. Feel like, hey, I mean, I know I it's need gotten... to pay 10 bucks to see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it's gotten a couple of nominations, like what, Golden Globe or whatever nominations. Yeah. But, you know, that isn't to say that it's a movie any, you know, but people want to see. There's tons of stuff that get nominated people don't see. 
Um, but, but yeah, so I thought, I thought about maybe seeing that. I also saw, um, a movie called the bookshop. So, you know, I love practically everything English. I should have been, I should have been born and lived in England, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, it has, um, in there, it has, um, Emily Mortimer and Bill Niley are, are, um, are in the movie. It's, interesting it was an it's a quaint movie it happens i think in like the 50s or so um about a woman of course she wants to buy a bookshop or you know make you know put in a bookshop in a in a um place a building that has been like no one's really cared about the building that kind of thing and the premise includes like this wealthy socialite wants instead wants the bookshop the bookshop itself but she wants to do make it some like arts space or whatever but the thing was is that she didn't become interested in it until the like this other woman was about to buy it even though the building had sat there empty and just neglected for years Mm -hmm. so she basically um yeah she makes it very clear i don't want to give away the movie she makes it very clear that she doesn't want a stupid bookshop in the town that arts and music and stuff is better so hmm. it was interesting it just the way it ended and stuff i was just like hmm? i was like okay it's a movie from 2017 obviously it's not one that's i'm sure most people would have heard about because these are all british actors um but again it was it it certainly washed out my mouth from the uh from long shot but i still felt a little <laughs> i don't know uneasy or something about yeah. it so mm. well, i um, watched something else i watched a, i'm like i don't have my phone with me because it's i decided not to bring it in here with me but now i'm trying to like i'm like i know i watched a whole other season like a whole series in between all of that and I can't remember. I mean, it was something besides having watched all of Lost in Space season two. Um, I, Which I still haven't watched any of the Lost in Space. It's uh, actually really, I've, I've enjoyed it. Parker, Parker Posey is amazing in it. But I mean, she plays Parker Posey. So hmm. um, you would actually enjoy it. I I'm sure I would. I mean, definitely. I like the old TV series. I even like the movie mm-hmm. they made in the 90s that everybody else in the world, I think, hated. Um, I enjoyed that. So the, the yeah of it i mean i'm sure i would be entertained yeah you i mean but even still you'd be entertained Kay loved it he made it a point to because he was drunk at the time was like you remember the original don't you i'm like yeah you know and he was like yeah i remember watching them and you know like when they first came out i said i don't know how that's possible because you were like four when they first came out but okay (laughs) but you know of course in the islands it takes a while for things to get there so like i'm sure you saw it like maybe in the 70s but um and then he proceeded to while i we were trying to watch the show to play the theme song to the original because he's like oh do you i love the theme song to the original but again drunk and i'm already watching the show so you know so that was super annoying on christmas eve and but no i did watch that but i'm like there's another series that i inhaled as well that i can't even remember i mean i know i did anna with an e but there was something else that i picked up and started watching i started watching miss fisher's murder mysteries which has really great ratings but i don't really like the show at all um i tried to start watching it and i watched like maybe four or five yeah and i enjoyed them but did you i don't know it's it's like it felt like something i should love 
Well, and, I mean, people love the show. Well, yeah, and but... everyone felt like, I don't know, it felt like too long or something. Because there was always a point in every episode where I'm like, how much more? How much more is yeah, there? Yeah, I, I don't and know. And when it was over, I was like, because I like the cast. I like the lady who stars in it. Well, I think, and that, I think they, they bank on people loving the fact that she's very, she's very much like a man in terms of she's just sleeping with anybody she wants yeah. to. And she's, but I'm like, I just, I'm not, I've not cozied up to it. Like I liked the first episode. Yeah, but I continued watching it, and I didn't. So it's still on my list of things I'm watching, but I'm actually tempted to just, you know, mark not watching anymore because I just, I I haven't fallen in love with it as much as people online and stuff seem to. So I mean, I still far prefer my Murdoch mysteries to that one, which yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, I still prefer Sherlock. <laughs> well of course yeah. yeah i mean that that goes without question but i mean i we don't have the option of seeing more sherlock okay. certainly not with um the people that we want to see that you know as sherlock and, and holmes so we just so I, I watched seven episodes of you today y- yes i'm i'm so I have like three jealous. left i'm gonna watch them before i go to bed of course well see it's a you now you understand the binging you know there are times you just sit there and just go through them you got to so um, is it is it good? Don't like give away spoilers, but is it good? Yeah, it's really good. Um, I like the new romantic interest in this season far better than uh, Guinevere or whatever from last yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like this. This girl's name is Love, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I like Love a lot better. She's a much more interesting character. Um, there's some, there's some interesting stuff that happens this season. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only three episodes left for me, and I, I don't know how he's going to get out of this, but you know, it's, it's mm. because um, it, it's kind of like with Dexter in that you're, you're rooting for a very bad guy, mm-hmm. right? but he, he occasionally will do stuff like he does. I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but he does one thing. And I'm like, you know, that is such a nice thing. He just did. Well, it was creepy because I'm course, like five minutes later, he's back doing this creeper shit. It's really nasty. Well, and what's interesting to me, like with the first season, where you know, I'm like, he does all this just stalker, stalkery type of shit, and I'm like, yeah. that's so cool. He went through all yeah. that to get to know this, for, you know. But I'm like, I know that I'm not supposed to be like, yeah, liking him as a character. But I'm like, oh, but I like him. So. Yeah. Even so is season, there, is there like, any death this season yet? Oh, God, yeah. There, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's several things that, that um, this season that I'm like, you know, several times I'm like, you know, oh, I just wish that, you know, maybe he could actually stop murdering people and they, they, they could just, like, be happy. Yeah. Oh, but I know that's not going to happen. So... So, I mean, I know you were concerned about after season one, you're like, well, what are they going to do for a season two? You can't do the same thing all the time. Um, right. So has it felt new the, enough to you that it's... The first episode felt, I was very concerned. Okay. Although there's, there's, there's something, they reveal a bunch of stuff like in the last two minutes where you're like, okay, all right, that's pretty cool. Okay. Um, and then from there on, though, it you get caught up because the new characters are very interesting. Um I'd say the characters that he is surrounded by this season are much more interesting than anybody from season one. To be honest with you, I only remember, uh, you know, Beck from season one and not really anybody else. I remember there's a guy who worked in the bookstore with him and there's like, yeah, it, but, but remember Beck's friend, the one who ends up, you know, yeah. Killing? But, 
Well, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying the liars and stuff. So I was, you know, that's why I remember her anyway. But I'm just saying the supporting cast this season I find very interesting. Mm. I, mean, I would be fine if somehow he could stay here for season three. I'd be okay with that because I find these characters interesting enough. Hmm. But we'll, well see. Well, I mean, I, and I know you haven't quite finished. Right, yeah, I know you haven't quite finished, yeah. so you don't know who's going to be standing by the end. Right. And that being said, I'm curious to see if there will, in fact, be a season three and where they'll go. I mean, the, the next time you and I probably do our show, I would have already seen it. And I did remember the other series I managed to slip in there between all the other series I had finished in a binge. Um, I watched Alias Grace. Um so it's it was one from a couple of years ago it had anna paquin in it she wasn't the main character but of course like for all the promotional stuff they used her because she she was the biggest name in it but um there was also zachary levi was in it and a couple other people that i'm sure if you saw the show you would you know you'd be like oh yeah but it was some it's a margaret margaret atwood novel um it's it's a story about Grace Marks, a poor Irish immigrant and domestic servant in Upper Canada, in Upper Canada, who is accused and convicted of the 1843 murder of her employer and his housekeeper. Um, it was only it only came on for one season, so there's only I think it's like seven or so episodes. How many? Um, six episodes. I guess it's six episodes. And so, I mean, I, it, if I think you would like it cause it's, it's certainly a, a bit of a psychological thriller in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it's also a period piece and all that stuff, I was all over it, but yeah, it's a mini series that was done back in 2017. So if you're looking yeah. for something else, something else to watch alias grace and it's on Netflix. Okay. So, so yeah. Um, did you watch Eddie Murphy's return to Saturday Night Live? So no, unfortunately I didn't. I watched obviously the clip you sent me and then I shared it on my family group and stuff. But oh, and that was I not, did that hear, was not the funniest stuff. I know, yeah, I realized that. I um then saw a few uh, a clip here and there. I think it was during the time where I was up for almost a twenty four hour period and I mm-hmm. spent eight hours wrapping gifts, but I saw something on TV about it. Uh, but you tell me because I'm sure you actually saw it. I mean, yeah, I, I watched planned the whole on thing, it. Yeah, didn't. But now, of course, I didn't stay up till eleven thirty to watch it. I watched it the next day on Hulu. Right, because it was past your bedtime. Definitely, yeah. But it was really good. Um, he brought back a lot of his old characters. Mm-hmm. So he brought back Gumby, of course. He did uh, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood, which yep. the neighborhood's been gentrified. Yes, yes, I saw that clip. Around, yeah. And he's got um, Buckwheat back as well. Yeah, Buckwheat came back. And there's a hilarious skit near the end that I made T'Challa watch where he plays an elf um, during a, uh, a polar bear attack. Uh, <laughs> like Santa knew, because Santa didn't uh, want to pay for the you know, 500 more gumdrops to make that fence safe. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that, that was the funniest skit of the night. It's like one of the last ones. But um, in his opening monologue, he made a joke that was hilarious. Yeah, I read it, and I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, he basically said, you know, if somebody had told him 30 years ago that he would be a basically a house husband and that Bill Cosby would be in jail, he would have taken that damn bet. Right. And Because, um, you know, that ain't going to happen, right? But so Bill Cosby's spokesperson... We're all, they had their panties in a wad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they called Eddie Murphy a Hollywood slave. 
So stupid. And uh, it's like, I mean, well, I don't even understand shows. that. Do they understand what they're calling him? Because I'm like, he's not that. If he was, yeah. he would have still been making shit movies or whatever. He, he yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. But go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's it's like it's a funny joke, mm-hmm. and it's really making as much fun of Eddie Murphy's past. You know, as it is Bill Cosby. Exactly. And it was, I mean, um, it was a tasteful joke. It, it wasn't really was. like, you know, you didn't even, you had to just be, read between the lines. You didn't, he wasn't putting stuff out there. It's like yeah. the shit that he's talking about is already out there. He was yeah. just, you know, please. Yeah. It's whatever. not like there was a whole skit about it or something, you know? Yeah, I mean, no. Yeah. I, I think that Cosby's people just completely overreacted and uh, shouldn't have even brought it up um because i know at one point like recently how cosby wanted to like get his it was trying for an appeal or something yeah like get time served or some stupid crap and it was denied it's like yeah hell yeah it's denied i'm like you know i i do think that there was some that some of the things he was accused of he actually did i'm not gonna because i'm like you know just because these people are actors and stuff they're not on this pedestal they're not these shiny people that don't have issues um and you those issues are often amplified when you have the ability to get access to whatever it is you want um and i hate it because of course growing up and even what you know watching the cosby show and all of that i had an affinity for him as an actor and for what he represented but you know in his particular case i can separate the two so like if i was to watch the cosby show now i wouldn't have an issue watching it but i'd also accept the fact that as a man he did not do nice things so yeah i mean i i listened to one of his skits the other day on youtube because i was just in the mood for it you know yeah um you have to be able to separate. I, I can separate the art from the artist um, with some exceptions. If somebody's been personally rude to me, mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to do that, you know, because right. authors and people like that. And I was like, you know, they were kind of a dick. Um, that's different than, although I try to even then give them, you know, maybe they're just having a bad day. But, <laughs> but it does change how I feel about them. Mm-hmm. It does. But I was, try to tell myself, you know what, I mean, chances are somebody else on the Cosby show might have been doing something bad too. Mm-hmm. You know, we just don't know. And I mean, just because he's a great actor and a great comedian and, and people are complicated. He did a lot of wonderful things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He could be somebody who did wonderful things and be a rapist. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people are complicated. Um, I've done yeah, t- some people some people believe things. there's darkness in everyone and so yeah. you know for some people that that darkness does come out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I mean I've and personally I've done terrible horrible things and I like to think I've done some nice things too. Um so Yeah, you did terrible and horrible things during a period. That did, that that does not define who you are. You were just batshit crazy for a period and well, I, but you know, still you know, maybe he was batshit rapist for like 30 years. You know? <laughs> oh right? The man's like 80 something, right? So, sure. Anyway. So, you wanted to talk about pussy. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> thanks for putting it that way. Great lead in, Barry. That's, that's, that, yeah, that's called a segue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, thank you for that segue. And yeah, so, of course, Cats came out the same weekend that Rise of Skywalker came out. 
um, yeah. Rise of Skywalker at the time when I saw the news reporting was like they'd made a 175 million in their opening weekend at that time, and um, Cats they completely bombed with an opening weekend of less than seven million. Yeah. which is i mean I, I saw an article where it's like you know the top five bombs of 2019 which also included um charlie's angels and um but this one of course was number one and understandably so because they had so many superstars in the movie people from all walks from music to like full-on if when you think of acting you think of them so like from jason derulo to judy dench and everything in between and so despite its 95 million dollar price tag it bombed so when we say seven million dollars like literally nobody saw the movie yeah I mean, it was just because you think about how large the U.S. is and when you see numbers compared to like that of of Star Wars and they made, you know, six point whatever million. No, no one saw the movie. Um, It said that apparently audiences struggled with the characters featuring the computer generated fur, uh, their sexual movements and their human hands. So <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, all right. all right. So apparently the cast is distancing themselves from the movie. I saw this thing that's going around. Um, what is Evan Rachel Evan Rachel Wood's reaction to uh cats? You should watch it. It's just it's it's hilarious. Okay. Um and then it also says so Jason Derulo Derulo's Anaconda quote, um, he had a photo where you where it was very obvious maybe the size of his special part um that oh, okay. that apparently is getting better reviews than the movie you know i saw your reference to that and i was like that sounds like she's somebody's dick but yes I, and that, yes that, that that's exactly what that is um okay. because yeah, if you look that up um you'll see that yeah it's it's a thing but yeah that's even getting better ratings than the movie so in other places I saw that people, you know, of course, freaked out when they did the movie trailer earlier this year. And I'm like, yeah, the trailer alone was enough to turn me off. Yeah, that we was, talked about it on the yes. show. Yeah. I just was not interested at all. Um, I was interested in the actors and I was hoping that maybe once it opened and people saw it, then, you know, they would have, if the reviews were positive, if people were like, oh yeah, no, you got to see it. I would go see it because I I don't have an issue with Cats. It is one of the right. I, running I've shows. Se- I've seen Cats. Yeah. Yeah. Live Broadway, and but, loved it. But yeah, I was like, no, I never, I didn't need a Cats musical um, as far as on the screen. And Apparently, no Apparently one else nobody did. else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's sad that, again, great actors are in it, but no one wanted to see it. Because I think when we, when we talked about it with the trailer coming out, I was like, I, I would have much preferred seeing them in the costumes that they wear on stage. Yeah. Than the, whatever the hell they were thinking about when they wanted to do the CGI fur and all that stuff. So... It just makes me wonder, did they not use test audiences at some point? I guess not. I think they just thought, ooh, this, you know, um, it's such a great cast. No matter what you put out, people are going to see it. And it's like, no, nope. So this is is one of those times where technology went and screwed up what could have been a really good thing. (laughs) Yeah, I heard one reviewer said that, uh, that this movie was the worst thing to happen to cats since dogs. (laughs) 
<laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Um, um, yeah, uh, one of the headlines is like that cats threw up a hairball or, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, I mean, it's been great for just making fun of it. But, yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate that, that it costs so much money to make and it, you know, people are, are not watching the movie. So, yeah. you know, I don't even think I'd be interested in seeing it when it comes on, like, you know, video, quote unquote. I, well, I'm, I have no interest in it. It was funny this morning, I was thinking about what was I was going to do. Was I just going to stay home and watch, you know, you all day or did I want to go out? And it, I thought about actually going to watch it. Oh, God. It was that bad. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's like, do you want to subject yourself to something <laughs> that you're, you're going to have to leave the house to drive yeah. to, to waste gas, to pay money to go in and see it, yeah, and then have a bad experience, and then drive home and have to think about that bad experience? Yeah. Because <laughs> so, I was thinking, you know, it, I'm sure it's horrible, and maybe it'd be funny to talk about. Yeah. I'd be paying a lot of money for something I thought was going to be horrible. Yes. No, yeah. It, no, no, no. I... Yeah, I'm not paying for that train wreck. So, you know, again, maybe, I don't know, if I end up seeing it at some point, who knows, it might surprise me. Maybe it just needs kind of time and distance (laughs) to to then go back and appreciate it. But no, no. And speaking of train wrecks, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you wanted to talk about the Kardashians. Well, I, I don't consider them train wrecks. I do think that they're, you know... You're right. It's more like an airplane crash. Oh, gosh. I did find it interesting, though, because, you know, again, the the Kardashians are so obscenely wealthy um, that they do things that normal people would be like, what the hell? So Kim Kardashian and her, of course, her husband, Kanye West, apparently gave North, which is the oldest of their four children, uh, a, a one of Michael Jackson's um, jackets for Christmas. So I was like, okay, that's um, awfully, I don't know, snobbish. Actually one of Michael Jackson's jackets? Yes, apparently. So it's one that he wore in 1997. He wore it to Elizabeth Taylor's 65th birthday. And he also wore it to the screening of his movie Ghost at the 50th Cannes Film Festival. Michael Jackson had a movie called Ghost? Apparently. Okay, all right. I didn't know that. I didn't know it either. Um, so apparently, the the jacket. Um, they how old is North? As North is their oldest child, a girl, the the oldest daughter of Kim and Kanye. It's their. Now, first how old child. is North? Um, she is six. She's not. She's not going to appreciate the damn jacket. Exactly. Well, considering the fact that they got it at an auction. Which, where it sold for $65,625. Wow. Yes. So can you imagine giving your six-year-old um, a $60,000 present? No. I just, I mean, I just, I'm like, these are, they, they're so out of touch with reality. So it's said that apparently they, um, they modified it so that it, it says that Kim said the jacket was temporarily altered to fit North with the option of lengthening the body and sleeves as she grows. Mm. But I, cause I don't know if you're, you clicked on the link or whatever. You should, I did not. If you click on the link, you'll see the jacket and stuff, <laughs> but, and I do remember seeing him in it, but I'm like a six year old 
I'm like, I can't even imagine giving a $65,000 gift to an adult, but a six-year-old makes no sense. Not. I clicked on the link. All I've seen is a lot of silicone. Yeah, scroll down. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's the jacket. All right. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. And if you scroll further, you'll see him with Elizabeth Taylor in the jacket. Yeah. But I, I just, I, again, just to be so out of touch with reality. And, it, and like you said, what six-year-old is going to appreciate a Michael Jackson jacket? One he actually wore. Yeah. And, you know, I think in the, uh, in the article it talks about how, you know, um, that North enjoys Michael Jackson or she's a fan. How much of a fan of anything can you be at six years old? Yeah. You know, a fan in the sense of like, and again, I know I'm, I'm dating myself, but like Teletubbies or what, I mean, it just, <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. I don't, but yeah, I was, I was put off by the fact that, you know, and I mean, you can do whatever you want with your money. You earned it. You did whatever, but it's like, I don't think that's in very good taste in that what are you teaching your daughter you know yeah. it just I, I don't know it it just did not sit very well with me so that's why i opted to keep to to include this this kardashian tidbit i know i've this is not the first time i've talked about the no, it's, it's, it's kind of one of your your go-tos yes they are they are so to be like latoya's kardashian minute <laughs> yes <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I think that that was pretty much everything that I had to talk about, maybe. So when we come back, it'll be 2020. I know. All right, so. That's we'll take, insane. So we, does two weeks off mean that we come back on the 9th or we come back on the 16th? I guess that's up to 16th. you. I don't know. All right. Do you said the 16th? You want to come back on the 16th? I guess so. Okay. Then, I mean, by that time, you're going to have to remind me we still have a show. So, well, I mean, is that is that is well? I was what I was asking you: is it two weeks off, or is it we come back in two weeks? Um, two weeks, I, and that would be the ninth. I guess we can come back the ninth. I, I'm gonna let you pick. Your name is first, so you pick whatever date we come back. Hmm. Um. All right. Then the ninth. Okay. So uh, we hope everyone had a really great Christmas. Um, tell us about it, obviously, if you feel like it on our social media channels and that you have a really, really fantastic new year. Yep. Fuck a doodle doo. <laughs>